Welcome to The Scrub, where you join clean intelligent executives as they explore best business practices for cleaning and facility managers. Improve your organization's marketing and sales, as well as management and field operations by tuning in to The Scrub. Here's your hosts, Caden and Sam. Welcome to another episode of The Scrub. I am Sam Clayton. We got Caden Hutchins. And we are on the executive team here at Clean Intelligent Software. Excited to bring you another episode. Uh, to recap what we talked about last time, uh, we were talking about employee retention and how it's key to an organization's uh, competitiveness, the, pr- the productivity of that organization. Um, and we discovered that a major factor in employee retention is employee appreciation, which is what we are going to be talking about more today. Uh, which is exciting. We also had the porcelain thought where we talked about clarity. Clarity never faileth. Uh, good, good managers provide clarity to their employees about why they are doing what they are doing. And I think that clarity really drives people, um, helps them feel more successful as they move through it. Um, Caden, any, any thoughts as we, uh, based on what we talked about last week before we dive into today? Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to bring in our guest and, uh, it's going to be a fun episode today. Okay. Well, let's dive right into it. Let's not waste any time here. Uh, we're going to be talking to Gloria Strothers and, uh, let's get going. Gloria Strothers is principal consultant at Exodus Management and Consulting. She is a multi-industry credentialed professional who volunteers as a certified SCORE business mentor guiding small business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs in business growth and development. In 2020, she published Cleaning for Health, the Emerging Pathogen Threat, as a resource guide to aid everyday individuals in adopting a cleaning for health mindset to break the chain of infection to minimize the impact of COVID-19. Before retiring at age 40, Gloria held various leadership roles. She leveraged her 25-plus years of experience in business, janitorial, education, finance, healthcare, and the military to start Exodus Management and Consulting, LLC. Please welcome Gloria Strothers. Gloria, welcome to The Scrub. So excited to have you here. Uh, An awesome opportunity to get to know you a little bit and get your take on employee appreciation and why it matters. But before we do... Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your journey and how you got started in this industry. What, what got you to where you are today? Thank you. Well, first of all, again, thank you for inviting me. Um, it's an awesome opportunity. Um, how I got started in the cleaning industry is kind of, uh, kind of, you know, I don't know how to say it, so to speak, but I, I've been cleaning all my life, but it really started to make sense after my particular um, experience in property management. I did that for five years. I oversaw property, uh, the maintenance and repairs, and then that included cleaning uh, contractors as well. So I did that about five years. And in 2014, I actually entered into higher ed overseeing building operations, which actually included custodial staff. So I was always, um, you know, intuitive and structured in my approach to uh, checking behind custodial staff, making sure they met our cleaning standards, but it never really made sense. So in 2015, when I became a registered environmental services executive through IEHA, then 
it all made sense to me. Right. <laughs> and so since that time, I've been passionate about, you know, cleaning industry and uh, custodial staff, making sure that they're educated and that they get the information that they need to become successful. That is awesome. I love that you use the wording becoming educated, um, which is, you know, the rock star cleaner uh, mindset from Dave, um, which was on a former episode. So I love I love the terminology. <laughs> hey, it. like minds think alike. <laughs> That's right. It's all about educating those individuals beyond just training, right? Like telling yes. them why, why does it matter? Right. And that actually, that's a good segue into our next question for you. Uh, so Gloria, what or why, why does employee appreciation matter when you look at how you were working with these individuals on the front lines or even in management or uh, upper level, when you work with individuals, why does employee appreciation matter? Well, because of the shifting environment, for one thing, what mattered then to me in 2015 does not necessarily matter now because the trend is money is no longer a motivating factor for these employees. Work-life balance is. And so in order to kind of bridge that particular from then to now, you have to understand that humans, uh, your employees, they are humans first and employees second. So you always have to remember that your employees are human and you must be attuned to their personal issues uh, and take time out to really talk to them and get a feel of who they are as a person. So understanding what actually motivates them um, as an employee can give you greater insight on what you can do as a manager to help them succeed. Love that. Uh, employee, employee appreciation for me is... It, like you said, it's, it's really kind of touching the, the heartstrings, getting to that point. It's, it's beyond just giving them, hey, here's, here's a money bonus, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's, now it's work-life balance. Like, do we understand that there's a, a, a mental health aspect to all this? And how are we going to help them take it to the next level um, exactly. and make them feel like they're taken care of rather than, again, an employee, then a human? It should, it's the other way around, right? They're, they're humans. <laughs> and then their employees. Uh, Caden, thoughts? Yeah, just um, so OC Tanner, they did an employee engagement survey and 37% of the respondents said that more personal like recognition and engagement would encourage them to produce better work. And um, I love, Glory, what you said about like money isn't the only factor, especially nowadays. It's how much are they appreciated and, and recognized for the work that they do? Um, I, anyways, I just, I agree with it. It's awesome. So. I think too, a level of it, uh, when it, when it comes to effective management, um, when we see it's, it's not just the cleaning industry, every industry has this, this issue of retaining client, uh, retaining employees, mm -hmm. excuse me. And, and it's how you take care of them and what you know about them and how, how you're building relationships with them so that they trust you and, and they know that you have their well-being in your best interest. Um, I think, I think that goes a long way. Um, yeah. so love that. Love, love the response that you shared. Uh, no, another question, how, how can managers, uh, create a culture that prioritizes employee appreciation? Well, when you think about it historically in a cleaning industry, 
their custodial staffers actually thought of as uneducated, unskilled individuals, like they're the lower person on a totem pole. So if that's incorporated into the fabric of your culture from top down, it's going to automatically be shared in the organization. So therefore, you have more uh, organizations wanting to keep the custodial cleaning in the background. With me, when I go out to uh, hotels, when I'm on various trips, I love to see them out front. I love to see them cleaning because it tells me that the organization values their perception. So when it comes to making, uh, incorporating that into your fabric of your organization, you have to consider what we call mattering. That is a concept that is now um, being utilized to offset the great resignation, as we call it. So when you think about it, you have to look at it from the employee's vantage point, not what you perceive is happening in your organization. You can do things like, well, we give them uh, employee recognition, every cleaning you know, thing, we do this for them, we do that, but that's not enough. You have to think of it as a, a two-dimensional aspect. And what I mean by that, both dimensions are actually communicated if you listen to your employees. When they say things like, I feel my work is recognized by others, or I feel my work has a positive impact on the organization, those things kind of represent one, the recognition piece, and then the other, the achievement piece. So if you're not recognizing and uh, you know, demonstrating them how their work plays into the overall scheme of the organization, it really doesn't make sense to them, right? Right. You have to think of it like from a systems thinking process. How does this whole, this, this particular entity fits into the whole of the organization? What do I do as a cleaning professional? How does that play into the overall mission of the organization? And what I mean by that, you can do things like have a counter for every person that comes into your building, every person that comes into your organization, have a counter up there. You know how they have... 500 days without yeah. a, a work injury. Yeah. Hey, but you saved 300 lives today. Yeah. You saved 200 lives or oh, you saved that. one life. Let them know how what they do impacts your organization. Like utilizing correct um, products and not wastefulness. You saved us $5,000 this month in products and supplies. So if they, you can correlate how their particular role fits into your organization, I really feel that's how you incorporate a culture of uh, your employees feeling appreciated. And I, I absolutely love that. That's, that just, that rang true. It, it was one of those things that, I mean, back in the day, I used to, to clean uh, aspects of, of different buildings and, um, you know, <clears throat> the, the appreciation to do that job. Um, it's not just easy work. And I, it really is disappointing when people think, oh, that's like the to bottom of the totem pole. You're, yeah. you're a janitor. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like our, the, the, the fabric of society depends on our cleanliness. And yeah. I promise you, no matter where I am in public, and this isn't just because I'm in the cleaning industry as a person, but I'm always thinking about the table I'm eating at yes. or especially the hotel I am staying in. Yes. And the, I love one thing that you said, you didn't say it exactly this way. So I apologize if this skews it. That's but okay. I, <laughs> I wish that um, one way for the organization to take a more 
uh, dedicated approach to recognizing these employees is to do it publicly. Yes. Not just like internally, like, uh -huh. hey, you're an employee of the month, but putting them in the forefront, like um, sometimes it's like, oh, cleaners are the unsung and unseen heroes, yes. like happens at night. I don't think yes. it's a bad thing that they're out there during the day to a certain extent, like yes. if guests are coming in, but um, you, you don't want them to be in the way. But I also love that they can be seen and yes. there's something about seeing something be cleaned yes. that just gives me the confidence that I'm in a safe environment that's being taken care of. So exactly. Yeah. And I love that. Like I said, especially when you're home away from home and you see them taking pride in vacuuming, you take and see them taking pride in disinfecting your surfaces. I mean, it just tells you about that organization and how they feel about you as a customer. Yeah. So uh, that was spot on there. I, uh, we all do it at our personal homes, right? We yeah. take pride ourselves in making sure our, our desks and everything are clean or our yes. homes in the, you know, that, that same respect and appreciation, uh, really, really does need to, to be for those who do it for the rest of the public. So I just, exactly. I just wanted to share the image of inspector Caden Hutchins going into a hotel room while we're at a trade show and just literally throwing the white glove on like, okay, let's check this yeah. place out. It's like, okay, well, let them do their job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we get to the final question we have for you, Gloria, <clears throat> to piggyback off of both of you, like recognition uh, helps employees see that the company has values and that they care yeah. about the outcome, right? And that their yeah. contributions on the front line help the success of the team, of the company. And so I think, like you said, Gloria, it's, that is a particularly key ingredient to an organization's growth and change, right? It, yes. it helps employees build a sense of security in the value of the company. Mm -hmm. um, and it motivates them to continue to do great work. And that's, that's where that cultural piece comes in, like help them see the vision and how it uh, how it's helping the greater, the greater cause or the bigger picture. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, and I love, I love the visual of like, Hey, throw up on the wall or the, the board or the big TV that, Hey, this is how many lives you saved, or this is how much money you have, have saved yeah. the company because of your effort, your proactiveness, what you're trying to help the company achieve. Uh, exactly. and that's ultimately health and safety of the patrons that you're serving. Right. Um, exactly. so awesome. Uh, and we, we didn't want to take too much of your time. So just in closing, uh, what are other insights, tips, tricks, Caden calls it the golden nugget. What could you share with our listeners to help them take care of their frontline team? What, what are your final thoughts on that? Oh, my thought is it starts with management and leadership. And one thing I want to caution managers is to really avoid what I call deficit-based coaching or deficit-based leadership. And what I mean by that, you know, everyone dressed the annual performance, right? And they're doing this checkbox where you didn't do this, you didn't meet this. And so that essentially causes an employee to feel like they're not good enough. No matter how hard they work, they're not meeting those boxes, right? And so that particular strategy that is actually implemented can actually break down an employee's ability to feel like they're actually that their work matters. And so when you begin to do that, the employee never sees how they're appreciated because you've told them consistently that you're not 
good enough. You're only good enough around this time of the year, or you're only good enough around this. And so you tend to start basing your actions or focusing on unproductive behaviors rather than focusing on their strengths. So that is one way that you can continually uh, shift the culture in your organization, if for you know a better word, to a culture of continual appreciation, continued recognition. I understand that you have weaknesses, but I feel like if I build upon your strengths, like showing up to work on time, saving the company money, uh, demonstrating your ability to communicate effectively with our customers, those are things that create a sense of belonging. You know, saying things like, hey, Bob, I saw you went in work today. Everything okay? That statement alone lets them know, hey, they, they actually noticed that I wasn't here. <laughs> right. So right. that is one thing if I was to just leave a, a little nugget there is to really avoid deficit-based coaching and leading because that along itself breaks down the fabric of an organization's culture because employees tend to feel like no matter what they do, it doesn't matter because they're not checking those boxes because you're consistently spending time coaching, leading to that particular aspect of an, an employee's performance rather than grooming them and focusing on their strengths or how they can move up in the organization, how they can add value to their team, how they can add value to a project. So that is what I would ultimately leave with you guys today. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. Great insight. Love it. Uh, we often share the bad when really there's a lot of good to be highlighted, right? Yeah. Especially in this industry. Oftentimes yeah. they're only brought up or problems are only brought up when, when it's the bad side, right? Exactly. Um, but, but when you have things in place to help those employees see the good too, and, and we as, as managers or executives of companies, if we can help them see the good and, and also the bad to help them, you know, uh, become better, right? Yes. There's always room for improvement, but I, I love how you put that. Like, it's not just about the bad. There's good and bad, and, and those things have a balance. Yeah. Um, so express the good uh, as much as you can and as often as you can for those employees. Exactly. Um, all right, Gloria, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we really appreciate your time. You have a good one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Gloria. Gloria Strothers, everybody, great to have her on the show. Um, we, we really appreciate the time she's taken to give us some insights on employee appreciation and why it matters and, and how you can build a culture uh, to give, your, give the employees that are working uh, alongside you that recognition that they deserve and that they, they need, right? Caden, um, thoughts on, on what Gloria shared, any, any big ones that, that stood out? Yeah, so um, today's porcelain thought um, would be like the sandwich or yeah. the burger. I had the effect, same thought. Right? It's the good, bad, yeah, there good. There you go. Sandwich. That was, yeah. It's it's one of those principles that I have got to improve on myself as a leader. Um, I got to get better at it. But there is so much good that an employee does that often just doesn't get focused on or called out upon that when issues happen, cause they will, when issues happen, it tends to, like, let me back up. 
an employee forget employees let me back up even further human <laughs> beings are our self are our biggest critics true right yeah we are our biggest critics and um outside of just becoming aware when we do something wrong when we know we did something wrong or we messed up we are the biggest critic to ourselves so i try to address my leadership style in understanding that they've probably 99 of the time already beaten themselves up about the fact that they might have done something wrong so how am i going to come in as a leader and say here's everything you're doing amazing by the way i did notice and you probably already noticed this yourself here's where we need to make some adjustments and here's where we need to make some improvements in order for us to get better but by the way here's also another five layers of, of what you're doing great yeah. so keep up the great work right then that area of improvement not only one is probably heard right um heard in a light that it was a positive interaction for them even though there's right. something that needs to be improved but two um the respect level and appreciation for you as a leader just went up right as as an employee they see you in a light that allows them to be like hey you know what they really truly care about my success and i'm glad i could have that conversation with them because it helps me grow as an individual hey and by the way i just felt like it was in a safe spot now i want to do the same to my manager i want to share with them here's what you're doing well by the way here's one area of improvement that could really help me and then here's a bunch of other things that you're doing really well and i appreciate you as a leader right it goes it goes both ways when a leader starts it it's just something that will only benefit the employee and then in return can benefit them in learning about an area of improvement themselves so that's my porcelain thought for today is uh think of a hamburger when you uh <laughs> when you're thinking of uh employee recognition so all i was thinking of is Every time I think of porcelain thought, I think of, you know, the fist under the, the chin, yeah, sitting on the porcelain, sitting. really in thought. But now yeah. I just pictured my other hand with a, <laughs> with a sandwich. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the porcelain having these thoughts a about the, too far. the importance of a good basket. No, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, that's, there you go. It's a little gross. <laughs> hey, porcelain thoughts. You know, that's just what I thought when you said, okay, take your sandwich uh. and run with it. Well, I'm sitting on the porcelain and eating my sandwich. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is, is our right? episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe and follow if you haven't yet. Uh, and uh, we will catch you next time on The Scrub. Thanks for listening. We'll see you, everyone.